Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, which is primarily about music and creative culture in London. Today's episode was recorded in the basement of the Nelsons. I was back there again, but this time with a new guest. Her name is Hayley Solace. She was one of many incredible performers that I had at last night's open mic. We're at the Nelsons in Hoxton every Thursday, right near Columbia Road, which I have recently learned has a very popular, I think, flower market or just market in general. But the talent we had last night was insane. We had 17 people take the stage. or well, actually 18 because one person came with a drummer. Haley played fairly early in the evening and her music is a bit quieter. And it's always a sign of a good performer and a, and good music if you can play something quiet and the room just quietens down for you without you having to say anything. And that's exactly the kind of gravitas that Haley has on stage. And I mentioned during the night that if anyone sticks around till the end, I mentioned I have a podcast and I said if anyone sticks around till the end, I will have a chat with them for the podcast. And Haley, bless her, she did exactly that. She said she was sticking around anyway because she likes to watch all of the other performers. But I was particularly grateful that she stayed till the end. So once I had finished with all the performers and packed up most of my stuff, we headed downstairs to the quickly becoming infamous basement of the Nelsons. I kind of repeatedly told her I'm not going to kill her because I realised how weird it must sound for me to say, come and follow me into the basement. But thankfully she obliged and we had a fantastic chat about where she's come from and her history with making music with a sidestep into Tumblr as most things end up doing. So this is me talking to Haley Solace and I will catch up with you a bit more afterwards. Enjoy. Okay, it's Thursday night. I am back in the basement of the Nelsons but I have a different guest with me and another newcomer to the Saddest Night Out podcast. What's your name, please? <laughs> My name is Hayley Solace. How long have you been performing music in London? Well, I actually only moved to London about three months ago, so... Where did you move from? I moved from a place called Kildare. It's just outside of Dublin in Ireland. Right. Um, nobody really knows where it is. I don't either. Yeah, there's a really beautiful song about Kildare. Um, uh-huh. And that's about it. And we've lots of grass. Until now, now you're putting yeah, Kildare on the map. Yeah, now I'm putting it on the map. And so did Christy Moore, um, the most amazing musician. He'll never hear this podcast, but if you're listening, you don't know Christy, Moore, <laughs> if you're listening, I love you. He only he lives up the road from me, actually. Huh. It's quite creepy now that I'm talking about him. Kildare's taking over London yeah. one person at a time. Yeah, it's it's the home of Saint Bridget. Never. Yeah, yeah, the patron saint of Kildare. Um, I mean, everybody should know. So is Kildare like born and bred? Is that home for you? Yeah, well, I'm from Kildare. And then before I moved here, I was living in Dublin for a couple of years. Um, but now London is my home. Why London? Um, because you're here, Roy. Of course, word go around. I get this yeah. every time. If I could tell you how many podcasts. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Why else would I live here? Don't be stupid. Come on. Are you looking to literally be here from now on? Or are you, do, you get, do you tend to get itchy feet and want to move on to somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, I feel like I'm a nomad. Okay, so how um, long do you think you'll be here for now? I don't know. I think that's, that's the nicest thing about being here. You just don't know what's going on. You never know happen. how long you might stay, what might happen, yeah. where it might take you. I just you knew that next. I wanted to be here for ages. Um, and the timing was right, so... But everybody's been so welcoming. 
Sometimes London yeah. can get that. Sometimes not so much. But I'm glad that's very much. No, ninety percent of everybody that I've met are the most welcoming, lovely people I've so ever met. So are you making music back in Kildare as well? Yeah, I kind of mainly started off doing like spoken word and poetry. Okay. Um, in terms of writing music, and then it turned into making my own. Um, I'm from a theatre background. Um, so, so the stage came first. So yes. the theatrical stage yeah, came yeah, yeah. first. Was it a long time until you started performing music? Because I imagine if you were acting, maybe yeah. you started writing and performing what you'd written. When did playing an instrument along with it come into the picture? Well, <laughs> I remember writing my first song when I was about five. Oh, okay. And um, my it was it's my stepdad's favorite song. Aww. Um, <laughs> aww, it's so it sweet that's a really vivid memory and I remember it goes something like up in the mountains high I can say goodbye wow. with my echo and he <laughs> he thought that was the best tune he's ever heard at five years old he came at up with five. that five I mean I know Roy I'm amazing you I'm have to Jesus. he thought that was the best song ever and he still sings it now and now that I'm like you know I've like been writing music properly I feel like that should be like a worldwide hit. I feel like I, an, I think you peaked I, at five years old. If I'm not I, I mean, peaked, yeah, yeah. That's pretty gold, right there. Yeah, I definitely peaked when I'm five. <laughs> it's yeah, it's been right. slowly going downhill now for like two decades. So. <laughs> so five years old, you're already making music in some capacity. In some, in some capacity. Were you yeah. making music constantly since then, or was there a break and then you no, got back to? No, no. It's it. It was more. It was more theatre, to be honest. Um, and I've always written poetry. But I... It was funny because I always thought that I would try to play. Mm-hmm. And I was always very frustrated that I couldn't put, like, what I was feeling into a play. And, and any time I'd have... Like, I'd, I'd write a lot of prose, you see. Mm-hmm. And any time I'd have anything happen, or I'd write it down, and a couple of my friends or writer friends they'd be like oh, you should write a play and I'd be like yeah I will yes and they're like that's a play I'm like yeah I'm gonna ch- yes 100% yeah I'm working and I started writing a play one time uh-huh. and it was so bad it was just it just wasn't good it just was not good and I was so frustrated and it wasn't writer's block it just genuinely wasn't and I was like why am I so frustrated I'm such an artist I'm creative why can't I get this out Uh Um, and then when I started writing poetry I was like ah okay Ah." and it just happened naturally and then I've always been a singer but until I started writing poetry it didn't make sense to me that I could put the two together (laughs) you know (laughs) Um, so was there a specific eureka moment where you like you performed your first song and thought ah this is what I should be doing. Um, there wasn't no, there wasn't really a eureka moment. It was just more a eureka moment for myself. You know, it's not really performing because I've always performed on stage. But so it was when you just for yourself like sang your yeah. you sing a poem and then think yeah, that kind awesome. of that's kind of what happened. And not even that sounds awesome, but it just felt right. And I was like, oh right, that's what that is. You know. So since then. Has there been a big build-up of material, of songs that you've been writing? There has, yeah. Surprisingly. 
I've been knocking them out, Roy. So when it was a play, it was like, <laughs> oh, when it was no a play, way. Like, but when it's song, it's like bam, 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 yeah, bam, bam. Yeah, that's exactly. Well, five year old, you would have told you, look, this is what you should be doing. I had it straight away at the I start. I know, and I actually it. went to a psychic one time. And she never told me that, and I've never forgiven her. I'm like, out of... <laughs> there to blame. Yeah, it's like Irish mysticism. I'm like, how dare she? She should know everything about my life. Why didn't she tell claim. me? Life has been so hard up until now. Um, if only. If only. But she never told me, and I had to figure it out for myself. Well, I'm glad you did, because you've been fantastic the times that you've been here. Thank you, been awesome. Can I ask, though? Yes. Because one of my favourite bands of recent years is Fontaine's DC, who I believe are from Dublin, and are. are also of a literary background. Mm-hmm. What is it that gets you into the written word? Is there... Is it just much more of the pop culture over there that people are more into plays and novels and that type of thing? Because it doesn't feel that much of an influence on this side of things. But it seems like over there in Ireland... Do you think it's not really an influence here? I think it is, but it's not mm-hmm. like the first thing on most people's lips. Whereas just talking okay. to you, you said that's where you started. Yeah, and yeah, I like, yeah. And it just made me think of that one band in particular who yeah. said, yeah, they started by being really into poetry and like yeah. James Joyce and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then brought it into music. I'm just curious, is there any, like, at school, is poetry and literature much more of a mainstay or something? Yeah, I, I honestly think so. I mean, I think it's kind of a unspoken common knowledge, really. I'm glad you referenced ah. Fontaine's DC, because they're blowing it up at the minute, aren't they? Yes, they are. They're I actually, really they, amazing. I went to a show of theirs where they yeah. headlined, and I interviewed one of the bands that supported them, but uh-huh. I couldn't stick around for them. I was like, oh, they sound kind Who of Who was it? It was Fur and Talk Show, and they played at Birthdays, oh, which sure. used yeah, to be yeah. just down the road from here. And then, then Fontaine's really blew up, and I was like, wait, didn't I? I did see them! Damn, why didn't I stick around? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm a very big fan of theirs. It's interesting to hear yeah. you mention that writing, not music, but writing was the first thing you did, and then yeah. you brought it to music. That's it, because their, their lyrics, I find, are just so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, they're obviously more of a punk sound. There's a, there's a big punk scene in Dublin, yeah. and there always has been. Um, it's just very underground, and it's if you're there, you'd know. But yeah. it's just a shame that it is underground, and not more people know about it. Like, the likes of, God, Radiators, or... Dano or there's just so many good punk artists um, but I think the the storytelling comes from that That's just good. really saying what you feel and we're quite good at that being colloquial in our in our writing in our poetry um, obviously people like Joyce and Yates um, they've influenced us a lot and you know obviously people know who Joyce and Yates are but there's also a huge um, hip-hop scene in Dublin. Spoken okay. word and rap. Huh. Um, again, That's a it's quite underground. It is. If people say that, they say it's quite surprising. But it, there's such a huge hip-hop scene in Dublin. And really all of Ireland, actually. Um, so people need to be pe- paying more attention. People need to pay more attention. And the people who are writing this music, they're... they're they're poets um, and it's amazing and it's again it's the colloquialism it's the stories from from the island and it's people just telling stories about their lives and yeah Irish people have always been storytellers 
We well, just love to talk. Like right now, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like blah blah blah. Listen to me. Do my thing. It's been twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> five minutes. Maybe five minutes. <laughs> so now that you are putting your words to music yeah. and you are performing, is there stuff that people can find online for those that haven't physically been here at the Nelsons to hear you perform? Can they find you online? Can they find your music online at all? Yes. Uh-huh. If they close their eyes and dream, <laughs> and from telepathy, we'll okay. connect. No, you can find me on all of the social medias because mm-hmm. I social media, you see. Of course, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm young and I'm a millennial and I do the social media. Um, exactly. You can find me on Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook. You can find me on what else am I on? Oh Jesus, what am I on? Is there anything on Spotify, <laughs> SoundCloud, YouTube? I'm on SoundCloud, yeah. Spotify, not yet. I'm working on it. Okay. Stay tuned. Working on a song, a batch of songs? I'm working on an EP. Okay. Uh, I have a collection of songs, yeah. A, a very select selection. Is this joy from like <laughs> a collection of songs that go way back and now you're just cherry picking the ones you like most? Is it stuff you've yeah, written there's more a, there's recently? A bit, there's a bit of both, really. There's a couple of oldies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of old ones that I've reinvented and there's a couple of brand new ones really that I've written since moving here uh, which is very exciting I I think I enjoy singing those the most because you know they're brand new to me and I'm like listen to me listen to my words so the stuff that you perform here how recent is that? Like the song that you performed tonight, or at least yeah. the second song, that was the original um, Well, the, the song that I sang tonight was, um, I mentioned earlier on, it was a, from a, a poem that I wrote about a year ago now. Um, so it was adapted from that poem and turned it into a song. But it was around the time when Ireland was facing the abortion referendum. Mm. And there was a lot of unrest, especially, obviously, among women and you know it was a really emotional time I think everybody felt it even though they didn't know what to say or how to express it, it was just a lot of there was a lot of grief um, and yeah it was inspired really by women for me anyways the poem was inspired by women and just kind of how strong women can be um, and then I just recently turned it into a song because I left it there for ages. It, it was like, yeah, one of those things where I left it alone. It was perfect the way it was, and then I don't know what made me go back to it um, and kind of revive it and go, right, this is it. This needs to be a song. Because I was like, oh, it's just a poem, just a poem. <laughs> At one stage of my life, I had a, <laughs> a Tumblr page. Okay. I feel like I shouldn't say the name no. of the page in case people look it up. But I will. I'm going to delete no, it later yeah. before anybody hears this. But the Tumblr page was called Shit Poems That Will Never Be Songs. Oh. <laughs> and it was just a collection of oh, this a of lot of... And it was on there. But I feel... I'm very proud of it. It was a, At the time, I was like, you know what? This one isn't so, so shit. <laughs> this, one's, this one's very meaningful. Um... But yeah, there you go. My deepest, darkest secret. <laughs> yes, success. That's what it was all about. I knew you had a Tumblr. I knew you knew. <laughs> you oh my out. God. Hayley, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank, thank you. Thank you for playing tonight as well. Oh. And I look forward to the next one. So Hayley, is it like a shit puns or whatever these songs on Instagram? No, well? no, no, no. That's no, just for the Do Tumblr. not. Do not search. It's getting deleted. It's Hayley Sullis. So H-A-Y-L-E-Y. 
S-O-L-A-S, and solace actually means light in the Irish language. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you made an aww yes. face. That's so poetic. It's a poetic ending. Oh, stop it. You chat. hang up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hayley, I'll catch you next time. Thank yeah, you very much. Thank you so much, Roy, for having me. And that was that. Thank you so much, Haley, for your time. You are you're a gifted speaker. That this episode could have been two hours long, just the two of us talking. It was it was a great time and you were a fantastic performance as well. Thank you very much. And you can find her on Instagram as one word, one sec, excuse the clicking while I'm just going through stuff on my phone. Haley Solace Music. So that's H A Y L E Y S O L A S M U S I C all as one word and you will find her on instagram at least and yeah do keep an eye out for shitty poems that will never be songs the album i'm I'm calling it now it might the title is subject to change we'll see and i'll just also just want to give a quick mention to some of the other performers that we had last night because the talent was truly extraordinary thank you very much to ben and gracie and jacks jacks not jazz jacks who were the kind people working the bar and hosting us last night, and Johnny at the kitchen as well. Last night's performers included Shane Joseph, Imran Khan, B.B. Horton, Citroen, Panopolis, Haley Solace, James Crowley, Dan Mells, Mayora Native, Moon Williams, Shannon Connolly, Nicole Shade, the SFTCC, Lou, Kin, James Hoyle, and Jode Gannon. I made a joke, which might be my funniest moment ever at an open mic, halfway through, where I said, look... This is a very important, basically, customer service announcement. At some point, someone in this room is going to cut a million-dollar check. And all I'm asking is that you remember your old friend Roy, okay? You see how Ed Sheeran is eating. You see how Adele is eating. I just want a little slice of that, okay? When you win the Grammy, I just want to be one of the people in the background who gets to wave to the camera. That's all I'm asking. And, of course, also, if you play an original song and I drum along to it and it becomes a hit, I get a cut. That I got the biggest laugh I've ever got at an open mic, but the talent was just that good that I felt it necessary to put that verbal contract out there just to keep my bases covered. One of these folks will be my cash cow. They will be my nest egg. And I just want to make sure I am not forgotten on their inevitable meteoric rise. Thank you once again, Haley. Thank you to everyone who came. Particularly thank you to James Crowley, who also who were all my words are going, who also stayed until the end. And I didn't really notice until I was about to leave. And I thought, oh I could have got him on the podcast as well. But that will have to be a future episode. I do believe he has a show coming up in July. He said he'll be coming to at least another open mic before then. So I'll make an effort to catch up with him then. That'll do for me. I am running slightly late to catch up with... What's the time? Why does my computer say it's only gone past 12 o'clock when it's gone past 1 o'clock? Technology, eh? Meant to make things easier, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. I'm almost running late to catch up with someone for tomorrow's episode. And I'm really looking forward to that because this is someone I haven't seen in, I think, actually years. So it should be a really fun chat. And, of course, I've got another open mic tonight at the King's Head in Bayswater. The Strokes are playing tomorrow, as well as Interpol. I'm not seeing it. I'll be cooped up in Caffrey Studios working. But it's fine. You know, no hard feelings. It's okay. I've made peace with it. I'm not jealous at all. Thank you all very much for listening. This could very quickly turn into a 45-minute podcast. I've been Roy, and I will hopefully catch you on the next episode. You can find me online, Saddest Night Out, all is one word. And you can reach out to me, saddestnightout at gmail.com. Have a good bank holiday weekend. I'll hopefully catch you during the weekend and not after, but we'll see how it goes. Otherwise, look after yourselves. Take care.